Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. In this room, miracles happen when you move. Healing is... Thank you, thank you. Miracle happen when you move in this room. Miracles happen when you move. Heaven is coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. When you move, healing is coming. This is a move. Thank you, thank you. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. This is a move. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move, my God. This is a move. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For you come and do what. Come and do what you do. Set our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We need a move. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We need a move. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Need a move. Oh, praying for you. Fasting, fasting for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, this is a move. This is a move. 
My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. <laughs> my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. If this is your very first time, we welcome you. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson. Most of my friends just call me LMJ. And so you are my friend as well. And I want you to call me LMJ. Um, that's what my friends call me, right? My mama calls me Lakeisha. That's my government name. Uh, but most of my friends call me LMJ. And we are so grateful to be here this morning. And I'm just so excited about what God is doing in this ministry, what God is doing in your life, what God is going to do for us today. This is a move. This is a move. This is a move. This is a move. God have your way. Before we get into prayer today, I just want to do a few things because it gets hot in here. Like it gets so hot in here. And I'm talking about the spirit moves so quick that sometimes I forget like several different things. Um, and so I just want to extend you an invitation to join us, to be a part of this ministry, um, to be connected to us. You can log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com and find out everything you need to find out about us, right? Um, how we are, what we are, what we do, what we believe, um, how we serve our community. And I want you to do that. I don't want you to just be here on the demo devotional. I want you to know who you're connected to, right? And so go to the website. We keep the website updated. You can find out about our community partners. You know, um, you can find out just, you can find out about Feed the Streets, which is our MIA ministry in action. Um, you can find out about who I am. You can find out about the precious women that serve with me. So I want you to do that. Um, I want you to consider to become a partner with this ministry. Um, you can find out all the ways that you can partner. Um, partnership is so important and so necessary. It helps us continue to get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. It helps us to continue to feed the streets. We literally go out and feed the streets. It helps us partner with organizations like the Salvation Army. Um, we do some things for single moms. Um, we're working on some other things. And so I want you to consider, prayerfully consider, you know what? Let me pray about considering partnering with LMJ Ministries. Um, second, Feed the Streets is this weekend. Um, we have Feed the Streets this Saturday. Um, if you have never served your community, I would love for you to come out and serve with us. Um, we will be in position at 10 a.m. We have 500 meal kits we have to pack. And when we pack those 500 meal, meal kits, uh, we stuff them full of non-perishable items. We take several to a nursing home that we've just kind of adopted. And then we take some to the Dorcas house. We take some to um, Nehemiah house. There are some camps that we actually walk into the camps and serve those camps as well. Um, if you would love to serve for us, we would love for you to become involved. We would love you to be there. If you um, don't want to serve and you're not in the city or the state and you want to give, um, you can give to Feed the Streets. $3 helps us give one meal kit. Um, we also partner with another organization, which is Drew Projects. Drew Projects is based out of North Hollywood, California. And what they do is they get 
They put feminine hygiene kits to the homeless throughout the world. And so that's another one of our partnerships um, to make sure that single women, I mean, um, our sisters and brothers on the street that are homeless have what they need, right? have what they that they have the show the foster thank you Vanessa the foster shelter also gets kids also thank you for that for reminding me that and so we partner we partner um I am very emotional when it comes to the homeless very 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 emotional so <laughs> I'm okay I just get very emotional when I think about people not having um when I think about people not getting the resources that they need it's very hard for me. Um, so, <laughs> and so those are some of the things that this ministry does. We have a partnership with Salvation Army and we help, um, we're getting ready to start up doing some mentorship with their single moms that are in the shelter. So um, just consider becoming a part. Um, we are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ throughout this earth. We are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ throughout this earth. And that is one of the number one goals of this ministry or the only goal to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ throughout this earth, <laughs> to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ throughout this earth. So that that's that. Um, I have um, I have a personal I have an, a, per, a personal project, which is, um, I'm sorry for a second. I have a personal project, which is Pillow Talk. Um, Pillow Talk is, um, excuse me for a second. Pillow Talk is, um, my, can y'all hear me still? Cause I had to switch something out. Um, Pillow Talk is, um, my personal, it's a personal, it's part of what I do. It's part of my call. Um, and I want to extend an opportunity for any of you ladies who've never attended Pillow Talk for you to be able to attend Pillow Talk. Um, each Pillow Talk is always different. Any person that has ever been in a Pillow Talk will tell you, even in the online Pillow Talks, even in the online Pillow Talks, that something in their life transforms. And so in this in this next Pillow Talk, which is our last, thank you, thank you Instagram too, which is our last Pillow Talk of the year, <laughs> Um, we are going to address how to really deal with our trauma. I'm bringing in Fritzy Hemphill. Um, she is a licensed therapist and we're going to work through some things on how we start the process because we can't cover everything in four hours and how we start the process of healing the trauma, right? Healing the trauma, starting the process. You're going to have to turn up your phone a little bit. How we start the process in healing the trauma, right? How do we heal the trauma? And so if you're not registered, you have to July 15th to register for that pillow talk. Um, we have some sponsorships. <laughs> so if you want to attend and you don't have the money to attend, we have some sponsorships. Email info at justbeinglmj.com to grab one of those sponsorships. It's not a shame to be in need or if you want to sponsor someone, feel free. You get a journal. And because this is my last year, Pillow Talk of the Year, I'm a little extra. <laughs> so those that register, there'll be extra goodies in your little Pillow Talk bag, right, that I send you. So I'm excited about that. Um, feed the streets. Oh, July 31st, we are hosting a workshop. 
I have a, a for-profit organization called LMJ Inked. It is a free virtual workshop. Vivian Harris, Jessica Thompson, and myself, we're going to teach you how to navigate through AMI, uh, virtual learning, right? Virtual learning. We're going to teach you how to navigate through virtual learning. And so how to be in good partnerships with your teachers, how to make sure um, you, how, how, how to help you with your students. As a parent, I, um, I, I was a homeschool parent for five years, um, but also um, I was a college professor and most of my courses were developed and taught online. So we're going to teach you how to navigate through virtual learning. We're you're pretty much probably going to be in a virtual year. So we're offering a completely free workshop. It's going to be an hour. We're going to bring you some thoughts to how you can make your year successful if we have to, if you're in virtual, if you wind up in a virtual situation, most of your teachers are not going to be using paper when we come back. So how do we na navigate through that process? So make sure you go get registered. This workshop is for absolutely everyone. If you're a grandparent and you're going to have a kid, you need this workshop. That's July 31st. It's going to be at noon. And that's the workshop for you. I think I've covered absolutely everything. I needed to make sure I did that first before I got lost in the word today. Thank you for being, um, thank you for being patient with me while I give those, um, give those announcements away. Um, I think, I think that's it. I think that's it. So you can find all of this out on the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can go over to the shop. Um, yeah, I know you do Tammy because Tammy's a grandmother who helps with her grandkids. So get in the workshop, get a part. If you're a teacher, come in and have the conversation with us. You may have some tips and some other things to offer, but don't assume you need it. We all are going to need it. This is going to be a very different, um, year and we're going to need to know how to be strong as a community and those of us that are believers we're going to need to know how to be strong so that we can take that back into the communities that we support right so that's it um we are in um seven days of praying for our nation and our church today we are going to pray for love that's our that's what we're praying for today um also we are praying for you in the ministry right um and i am personally um, I am personally taking the prayers Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and praying over them myself. We have several of us that pray in the ministry, but God told me Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to personally pray over those prayers. So if you have something that you can always send us a prayer, don't think <laughs> we don't pray, but if you have something that you need specific for us to be praying. You need to see God. You need to see a miracle. Then I need you to do me a favor and go ahead and shoot us an email. Contact us at LakeishaMJohnson.com so that we can go ahead and pray for you today. Matthew 18 and 19 says, truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you truly that if two of you on earth agree about anything, if you two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done in my father in heaven. The other day I was praying with one of my friends and as we were praying together, she was like, oh my gosh, it feels so good to pray with you. But I knew it wasn't me, right? And we were on the phone. I knew it was him in the midst. I knew it was God in the midst. And so she just confirmed for me how important the power of agreement is right? How important. So I try to start every day out with agreement. 
somebody to agree with me. Sometimes I'll grab my kids and be like, I need you to be in faith for me for this day because this is what I'm believing God for for this day, right? So the power of agreement. So I want to be in agreement with you over the next few days. Some of you should have already gotten responses to your emails. I'm personally responding to those emails and praying over you intentionally. And I want to be committed to do that for you to do as well today. So y'all ready for prayer in the word? I am. Thank you. Thank you for obliging. Thank you for lending me your ear. Again, you can learn all this, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Um, all the ways to partnership, all the ways to fellowship with her, with us. Now, I don't want y'all to think Pillow Talk is not coming back. Pillow Talk is coming back next year, but it's going to be in a whole different way. And next year, um, we're going to even bring back the weekend edition of Pillow Talk. So I can't wait to see next year. Oh, thank you for dropping that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my God. Um, so we're going to pray our prayer today. Um, I love God so much and we're standing in the gap for love for our nation. And we're also calling our prodigal daughters and sons home. I don't know about you, but I don't want anybody left out. I don't want any of my family members left out that are not saved. I don't want anybody that I know that is backslidden to be out in these. I don't want them to get caught out in these streets by yourself, right? I don't want them caught out by themselves. I don't want them out here on their own. I don't want them properly not covered. And so today we're going to also call all our lost daughters and sons home, right? We're going to call them into a deeper relationship with God. So I just thank you, right? Uh, right? I thank you. Father God, you ready? Father God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Father God, we sanctify, Father God. This room, this house, our temples for you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your grace. We thank you, Father God, for your mercy. We thank you, Father God, for your love. We thank you, Father God, for your peace. We thank you, Father God, for your joy. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh wind blowing. We thank you, Father God, that we are anxious absolutely for nothing, Lord God, that we are doing everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known before you, Father God, because you are the God that will answer. So Father God, we lay our foundation here. We stand in agreement, Father God, for this nation. We stand in agreement for our churches. We stand in agreement, Father God, for our lost sons and daughters, Father God, our cousins, our brothers, our sisters, Lord God. And Father God, we just thank you, Father God, for them. We thank you for their lives, Father God. And Father God, we repent for them, Lord God. Father, forgive them. They don't understand the importance of the relationship with you. So we're standing in the gap, Father God, for them for a second chance for another opportunity. Lord God, please, Lord God, we ask that you, your mercy go, Father God, before them and that you grant them another opportunity, Father God, that you are removing the scales off their eyes, Lord God. You are giving them eyes to see, Lord God, that you are giving them ears to hear, Father God, that you are opening the eyes of their understanding to the hope and call that you call them to be in Christ Jesus, Lord God. Have your way in their life, Father God. We thank you for putting laborers in the field, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that they, they have ears 
to hear you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for their road to Damascus experience, Lord God, that today is the day, Father God, that they are experiencing you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you are removing them from all idols, that you are taking out of them the stony heart, that you are giving them a heart of flesh so that they're able to respond to you, Lord God, that they're able to respond to you, Lord God. Lord God, you said in the last days that you will pour your spirit out upon all flesh. So pour your spirit out upon them today, Lord God. Pour your spirit out upon them, Lord God. Let them encounter you like never before. Angels, we thank you that you are doing our bidding, that you are out, Lord God, that you are working in their hearts. We thank you, Father God, for revival breaking out in the city, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that your love is manifesting in this nation, Lord God. For you said in your word, Father God, that to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, Father God, that this was the greatest commandment. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself, Father God. And all the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. So we thank you that your love is being demonstrated strong in this nation, Lord God. Your love is being demonstrated strong in this country, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Your love is being demonstrated strong in the church, Father God. We drive out every force of darkness that has been trying to come against love, strife, dissensions, contentions, lewdness, crudeness, sexual immorality, anything that's been trying to come against love, Lord God, strife. We thank you today in the name of Jesus that it bows down to the name of Jesus. Father God, you said to us in 1 Peter 4 and 8, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitudes of sin. So we drive out the force of offense. We drive out the spirit of darkness that has been trying to come against our love walk. My God, we take precedence in today. Holy Spirit, you have your way. We thank you for miracle signs and wonders breaking out, Father God, throughout the nation, Lord God. Daddy, we thank you. You are demonstrating yourself strong. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that we are humbling ourselves before you. For you said, if your people who are called by your name shall humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, then we would hear from heaven. Daddy, we're asking you to let us hear from heaven, forgive us of our sins, and heal our land. Lord, we need to hear from heaven for COVID-19. We need to hear from heaven for a bad economy. We need to hear from heaven in the White House. We need to hear from heaven in the prison systems. We need to hear from heaven for the homeless. We need to hear from heaven, Lord God. We need, we need to experience you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We drive out all manners of sickness, all manner of anxiety, all manner of depression in the name of Jesus. Every force of darkness that's been trying to come against our household, Lord God, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you set a hedge of protection. My God, my God, my God, you set a hedge of protection around our doors. You set a hedge of protection in our neighborhoods. You set a hedge of protection in our city. You set a hedge of protection in this nation. My God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, and for the angelic forces encamped around us, encamped around our homes. We thank you, Father God. We rely on you. We trust you, Lord God. We thank you. We drive out the, for, the dark force of cancer, Lord God, of leukemia, Lord God. 
We thank you, Father God. We drive out stomach ulcers right now in the name of Jesus. My God, we drive out tumors right now in the name of Jesus. My God, we drive out low self-esteem right now in the name of Jesus. We drive out sexual immorality in the name of Jesus. We drive out contentions, lewdness, crudeness in the name of Jesus. Homosexuality in the name of Jesus. Divisiveness in the name of Jesus. We drive out every force of darkness. Everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We drive it out right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh wind blowing and a fresh anointing and fresh grace and brand new mercies. My God, daily, Lord God. Father God, thank you for giving us our daily bread. My God, we drive out poverty. We drive out wrong thinking right now in the name of Jesus. My God, we need you, Holy Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit. We drive out all manner of darkness in the name of Jesus. My God, we thank you. 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 We seal this prayer and this day in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. As I was praying, like, uh, as I was praying, I could see in the spirit, like the angels encamped out at our door. Like I could see the angels at guard in front of my door. Like I could see them. I could see them dropping down in the cities. When you pray the will of the father, when you plead the blood of Jesus, when you release your angels, people like release my angels, Hebrews 1 and 14, go read it. Um, when you release angels, go and do our bidding. When you release, I saw them. Like I saw the angelic force drop be in front of my house. Like they were two angels standing in front of my door. And so we stand steadfast in the fact that God has us, right? We stand steadfast in the God, God. So you make sure daily, you make sure daily that you plead the blood of Jesus over your house. You make sure daily you plead the blood of Jesus over your job, right? You make sure daily, you make sure daily that you're holding the standard of the blood over your finances, over your body. Like you get up and assert yourself daily, right? That the blood of Jesus, my God, you mark your territory. You don't have to work, wait over Passover. You draw your line in the sand and you stand steadfast in this, right? Daily, 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 daily. But you got to release it by faith out of your mouth and you got to believe that you receive. Release the angels into the prison, right? Because the angels are the ones that go and do the supernatural work. They go do the supernatural work and that's what you need released in the atmosphere. And that, that's what you need to be okay with. That's what you need to be. The, all the work ain't on you. You need the miracles that come with Jesus. You need them to be evident in your life. So you release and plead the blood of Jesus over your, that should be one of the first things that come out your mouth in the name of Jesus. I hold the standard of the blood around my territory, over my house, over my mind, spirit, soul, and body, over every person that I come in contact with, over every phone call, over every, um, over email, every text, and you hold the blood as a standard. Let the blood be the standard in Jesus' name. Amen. Whoo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that the blood is the standard, Lord. The blood is the standard. We thank you that the blood is the standard in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And every time you pray like that, 
And every time you act like that, a fresh measure of grace will come. You, you hold the blood as the standard and we will see God answer prayers. So we have been in a study. If this is your first time on the devotional, um, God has really been dealing with us about our emotions. Um, I feel like uh, for me, he's been dealing with us about our self-esteem. A lot of our esteem or what we believe or what we've been doing has been wrapped up in things that have absolutely nothing to do with God. And we receive what we receive by the blood, right? We receive what we receive by the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 2.14 says, The natural man does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, but they are spiritually discerned. And so daily you need to ask the Holy Spirit, help me to spiritually discern what's from God and what's not of God, what's me and what's the enemy, right? And so I titled, I, I titled today's devotion, What Am I Doing? We've been talking about this week how to manage our emotions. And an emotion is a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstance, moods, or relationships with others. A lot of our emotions that we operate in have a lot to do with the relationships we have. Our emotions have a lot to do with the culture that we've been raised in, right? Our culture has taught us um, several different things. So I want to give you some reasons, some things um, that affect your emotion, emotions or that can keep you kind of in emotional turmoil. I told you the other day that there are three elements to emotions. There's the subjective experience, there's the psychological response, and then there's the behavioral response. I also share with you at the point of the psychological response is when we determine what we're going to do next, right? Wherever we are psychologically, whatever, whatever we, once we experience, whatever we experience, the emotion comes next and what happens in our psychological response. Well, if I don't have enough word in me, then my psychological response, my psychological response is going to be that that may not line up with the spirit. May not, may not line up with the spirit, just may not be there, may not line up with the spirit. And so we're learning how not to respond in our emotions, but letting the Holy Spirit let, lead us, right? I gave you yesterday a few things to, to determine whether or not you're being led by your emotions. One, do I make the decisions of my daily life based on how I feel or on the word of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit? That's, that's one. Two, do I consistently spend time with the Lord in prayer, reading the Bible, and listening in for his direction? Do I recognize his voice? Do I recognize his voice over my own, right? Three, do I spend, and we're going to deal with this one today, do I spend time justifying a decision I have made that I thought was positive, was that I was positive was God's leading, but it turned out to be wrong? If I spend time justifying what I did, then I'm probably being led by my emotions. So here are some common things, right? Here are some common things in which your emotions will lead you. One, you're human, <laughs> right? Even though we're three-part being, one, you're human. That's the first thing. Two, um, generational generational things. Generationally, you respond to everything based on how you were taught. 
That's how you res respond. You respond to trauma based on how you were taught. You respond to uh, conflict based on how you were taught. You respond to um, all of these things. And even in innately, remember when Paul says, sometimes I find myself doing what I don't want to do. Even in innately, if I feel like I need to be doing something different, I still will probably respond to a circumstance or a situation, right? Like when you see... Perfect example, when you see stuff on the news, right? Or you see stuff on Facebook, how do you respond to the things that you're seeing on the news and Facebook? Um, when there's an announcement for the from the president, what comes out your mouth next? What am I doing next? After I hear whatever it is that I don't necessarily hear, right? Well, if I'm not in a habit of casting down wicked imaginations and something comes up, then I might respond, oh Lord. Oh my gosh, here they go. Well, my, oh Lord, how, how, oh my gosh, here they go. Could be because that's how we've responded to these things genera generationally. Another way we're led by our emotions, lack of sleep, um, no exercise. Exercise promotes emotional well-being. Walk, I know we're in a situation, but if you don't do nothing else but walk, walk 35, 45 minutes. Our diets. I am a firm believer in this. And I'm a firm believer in this. Your diet will impact your emotions. Your diet is going to impact your emotions. It is one of the reasons I force myself to eat healthy. It's not that I always want to. I do not put a lot of sugar in my body. I used to. I um, made transitions. I'm vegetarian now. Um, I like cheese, so I'm lacto-vegetarian. Um, but what is in your diet? Your nutrients can determine your emotions, right? That whether or not you um, are highly sensitive. Some of you, people use the word empath. I don't like empath. It's okay though. But um, people will use the word empath. If I'm highly sensitive to people and I never learn how to manage that, if my gifts, if I don't understand my spiritual gifts, if I don't understand discernment, if I don't understand uh, my spiritual gifts, if I'm not spending time understanding my spiritual gifts, right? Um, then I can be highly emotional. I remember when I didn't understand because the, the spirit of discernment is a, my gift, right? And I didn't understand what was happening. Nobody was teaching me how to manage my gifts, right? And so once I, and so it was leaving me in an emotional state. Big life changes will lead to emotions. Um, grief will lead to emotions. If you are grieving, and grieving is just not about death. If you are grieving something, someone, a loss of job, relationship, grief also leads to a change in your emotions. I'm real big on trauma right now because I know how trauma leads us. Trauma brings about fear, shame, guilt, anger, sadness. Trauma will leave you in a place of being led by your emotions, right? Um, and anytime you have a flashback, anytime you're in a position, you don't know how to express your feelings. Anytime you have irritability, outbursts of anger, all of those things are real, real with trauma. Hormones can lead to emotions, thyroid, PMS, stress, all of those things can lead to the emotion, lead, lead us into a place of being led by our emotions, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, um, at the point that you can't control your emotions, right? At the point that you cannot control your emotions, this is a sign that you may need help. So 
we are at this place of saying, what am I doing, right? We've been talking all this week. What am I thinking? What am I hearing, right? What am I thinking? What am I hearing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Why did I just respond the way that I responded? And I'm probably responding the way that I responded because when I have not slowed down, I'm not, I'm not, I have not, I have not slowed, I have not slowed down. I have not slowed down. I will not, I have not, we move so fast and we need to slow down. Most of our emotional decisions are made quickly without any real thought, without any real analysis. We don't ask ourselves, do we have to do this exactly in this minute? Is this wise? What is the spirit of God saying? What could the repercussions be if I make this decision, right? We do not count the cost. <laughs> we do not count the cost. Luke 14 and 28, you got to count up the cost. <laughs> you got to count up the cost. What is the cost associated with the decision that I'm about to make? And because we always are quickly on the move, we don't spend time cultivating, cultivating and counting up the cost, right? So let me give you a decision that was made in the Bible in which they didn't count up the, the cost. I have so many notes on this, on taking, on taking emotion, um, dealing with the emotions, ways that seem right, but are not necessarily right, right? Let's go to Lot. Let's look at Lot for a second, right? Abraham's nephew Lot was asked to choose between the grassy land of the Jordan Valley and the hill country to the pasture of his cattle, right? The right common sense choice was obvious. Pick the well-watered valley, right? <laughs> Wrong. The valley and its wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah ultimately corrupted Lot's family. In the end, he lost all his possessions, his wife, and the morality and respect of his two daughters. These consequences added up to a sky-high price paid for a wrong decision. Look at Genesis 13, 10, and 19, right? He didn't choose. He didn't choose, right? He chose the valley because it looked right, <laughs> but the valley wasn't right. He didn't count up the cost. And because he didn't count, because the valley looked right, because the valley seemed right, because he didn't pause to assess the valley, the valley put him in a position that would change his life and end all his possessions, lose his wife, and lose his daughter. That's when emotional decisions are like, looks right, looks good, looks fruitful, looks beneficial. But because he didn't really seek the Lord, how many times have we have not sought the Lord because the pastures look green, looks like it's going to be productive, looks like it's going to get ready to make us some money. But the common th denominator is, is there anything in this valley that's going to pull me away? Lot, was, <laughs> Lot got caught up in a situation. There was a lure to the valley. Yes, Angela, the valley appeared to be abundant. The grass seemed to be on greener on the other side, right? But when we don't spend time counting up the cost because we let our emotions move us because we it appears to be good, you got to do some assessments. You got to pause for a second. You got to stay in position. You got to stay in place. 
And you got to ask yourself, why am I making this decision? So I got to slow down. I got to slow. I got to slow. I got to, I got to slow down. I got to pause for a second. You're going to have to learn how to cultivate stillness in your inner man. We got to learn how to cultivate stillness in your, in our inner, inner man. Because when we learn how to cultivate stillness in our inner man, then it'll be very hard for us. It'll be very more easy for us to count up the cost. I, I need to evaluate. I got to instill calmness in my inner man. You can make a decision. Think this decision is of God. And then if it does not fall, if it does not, can I tell y'all something? Uh, a lot of people are like, um, 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 I, I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed, consumed. You don't make decisions when you're stressed out, overwhelmed, and consumed. You don't need to make decisions when you're hungry. You don't need to make decisions when you're tired. Um, you don't need to open yourself. Like some, can I tell you something? When you are in an emotional place, social media is the last place you need to be. Right? Because you won't even recognize that you're trying to gleam from social media, something that social media may not give you, right? And so we don't know how to cultivate stillness in our inner man, right? Psalms 46 and 10 says, be still and know that I am God. How do I get still? I've got to teach my inner man, you know what? Here's the stimulus. The situation happened. Let me position myself. Is this a decision that I need to make right now? Is this something that I need to say right now? Is this something that I do that I need to do right now? But guess what? You've got to renew your mind and train yourself in that. This, this is a choice. This is a decision. This is something that I have to train myself in. Because if I've been in a position or a place where I've been emotionally all over the place, then I'm going to have to train myself. If I'm, if I'm used to talking all the time, I'm going to have to train myself. I got to train myself. I got to train myself to think this way. I got to train myself to act this way because I've been in an emotional, I've been in an emotional response probably all my life. And if my mom was emotional, if my sisters were emotional, if my aunts them were emotional, um, those are, that is probably how I lead and respond to absolutely everything. So I've got to learn how to cultivate the inner man, right? If, if I don't feel peace about something, right? If I have to keep coming back to something, say I need to make a decision for something. If I keep coming back to that situation and I don't have peace about that situation, then the lack of peace is probably not a peace in your emotion. Because lots of emotions made him decide the valley, right? If I don't have a peace in my spirit, well, if I'm not tuned into my spirit, if I'm not spending enough time in the word to understand, then I'm going to turn around and respond. If I don't have a peace in my spirit, <laughs> my emotions and my desires will tell me to go ahead and do something. My emotions and my desires will sound like God. My emotions and my desires will come. If you want confirmation 
If it's God, if God is speaking to you, there is a telltale. Lord, back this up in the scripture. Back this up for me in the scripture. Show me what you're showing the word. Give me a dream. Give me faith. Where the, there is wisdom in the multitude of counsel. Let me go seek out wise counsel. Most people will not seek out wise counsel. And if they're traumatized, shame and discouragement and all those things will keep you from seeking out wise counsel. People, you will make business decisions right? Even though that they know their past history with business decisions haven't been well, we'll make business decisions without getting wise counsel. We will not seek the word for wise counsel. And so you've got to position yourself to seek the word for wise counsel, right? Because your emotions, your desires, will your desires, because I got a desire to do something, right? If I have a desire to do something, my desire my desire will become emotionally led. May not be time for you to move yet. Maybe not be time for you to get into a new job. May not be time for you to walk off your job. May not be time for you to get married yet. May not be time for you to be in a relationship yet. But because of my desire, right? Here's my desire. Because of my desire, right? I ignore what the spirit is trying to tell me on this situation. And as soon as I ignore what the spirit is trying to tell me in the situation, right? Ignore the situation. Something is not going to happen for my good. So I got to pause. I got to pray. I got to slow down. I got to make sure I'm not being rushed in any decision. Any, any, if it's, I don't care what the decision is. I don't care what, the, I don't have to rush to make a decision. And if anybody is trying to force me, if I don't feel the lack of peace, if my inner man keeps saying warning, warning, danger, 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 right? Warning, warning, danger, danger. No. And sometimes we'll try to force a situation and we'll be saying, oh, the enemy fought me strong. Was it the enemy? Or was it the fact that you weren't even supposed to be in this situation because you really never really, 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 really sought God, um, <laughs> right? I, that, that you never really, really, really sought God. I remember there was this guy, I, I, there was this guy that wanted to date me one time. Great guy, known him for years, really cool, but something in my spirit did not have peace about this relationship, Right? Even though I had known him, something in my spirit would not have peace. My emotions was like, oh my gosh, he's perfect. He's perfect. My emotions were like, oh my gosh, he's perfect. I, but my spirit was trying to say to me, this is not cool. It was not until I submitted my, my, my emotions to the spirit that God began to reveal to me why it wasn't cool. And he caught me before I caught myself in a, up in a situation, got caught up in a situation. And so I didn't have to pay the consequences for what I would have had to pay the consequences for had I ignored my spirit man, had I ignored my spirit man. And so we have to know that without a doubt, whether or not the peace is there, right? Calming, my, calming myself down, seek guidance from the Holy Spirit and don't, and don't rush. And, and don't, don't, don't rush. Verify your decisions by 
the word of God. And we're going to talk about that more. How do I verify, really verify my decisions? And if I have not been verifying my decisions by the word of God, this is the point in the time that I need to start learning how to verify my decisions by the word of God. I've got to begin to seek the word of God for every decision I have made. And I'm going to show you tomorrow how to grasp, thank you, Holy Spirit, how to grasp scriptures, right? This will be, we're going to end on emotions tomorrow. We've been learning how to hear God. We know that our emotions interfere with us hearing God. So how do I grasp the scripture so that I can stop making decisions right? So that I can stop making decisions on my own and without wise counsel. Can I tell you something? If you make a decision and you don't want to take it to somebody else, it's probably not a decision that you're supposed to be making. If you got somebody that you trust to be have a spiritual discerning, discerning ear and you don't really want to ask them their opinion or what they think, it's probably something that you don't want to do, you don't need to do. And pride is probably interfering with you seeking wise counsel. I love to seek wise counsel. Man, it's been, it's changed my life. Seeking wise counsel has changed my life. Humbling myself and placing a, a phone call to say, can you help me with this? has changed my life and it has kept me from being led by my emotions. And so sometimes we got to come out of, we got to we got to come out of our our prideful place and seek wise counsel. That's it for today. Wasn't that good? In the Holy Spirit is so good to us. He is so faithful and good to us, right? So we're going we going to chew on that. Tomorrow we're going to learn how to put the word in place and we're going to learn how to seek wise counsel. If you, if you freshly married, seek wise counsel. If you single, seek wise counsel. If you are in a business, right? If you're in a business, seek wise counsel. You need to get in a position or place of learning how to seek wise counsel. That's part of it. Because a lot of times we'll move on our emotions and we'll be jacked up. Remember that. I need y'all to pinpoint that. My desire can emotionally lead me to a place that I ain't got no business. And when you think on that, go back to Lot. Lot was where he was because <laughs> of the temptations in the valley, right? Because of the temptation. All right, I love y'all. God loves you. Let me, can I pray over you? May I bless you out my mouth today? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I cover everyone on this devotional. Father God, and the blood of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that you are having your way in our life. I thank you, Father God, that you are Lord of Lord and King of Kings. Father God, I thank you that every need is being met. I thank you, Father God, that we are honoring you in thoughts, deeds, and, and, and Father God, we will not be led by our emotions today. We will not justify our actions, Father God. We will not lie to ourselves, and we definitely won't lie to others, Lord God. Lord, we humble ourselves. We lower ourselves before you today, Lord God. Show yourself strong in our lives, Daddy God. Father God, we love you, we bless you, we praise you in Jesus' name. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that's the first decision you need to make, right? Lord, I need to, I need, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to forgive me for my sins and come into my life. That's where it started for me. 
I had to, I had to, rem I had to recognize I had to do it by myself. I couldn't do this. And I, and you can pray the salvation prayer. I need to reset. I need to be restored. Lord, I need a savior. I need Jesus Christ in my life. And then we need to get you in that water. We, we, I love you. We need to get you in that water. Go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Go subscribe. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. You can go back and back play all the videos. I really want you to meditate and pray about getting... Oh, also, we have the podcast channel, Anchor.fm. You can go on the podcast channel and you can hear all our old devotionals. I love you so much. God loves you. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. I will see you back here in the morning, 5 a.m., Love. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.